Welcome to the LU Moment, where we showcase all the great things happening with Lamar University faculty, staff, students, and alumni. I'm John Rollins, Associate Director of Community Relations and Public Affairs here at LU, and I want to welcome you all to this week's show. We're back again with another Cardinal alumni success story to share with our listeners. Every week on the LU Moment, we host some pretty fantastic guests. And this week, I'm excited to welcome LU alumnus Dylan Newton. Dylan graduated from Lamar University in 2019 with a Bachelor in Business Administration with a focus in marketing. We are always glad to welcome a Cardinal back to the nest. So Dylan, welcome back and thank you for joining me today on the LU Moment. Hey, how are you? Thank you for having me. I'm doing great. Doing great. So let's have you introduce yourself to the listeners before we get started with today's episode. Yes, yeah, so uh, my name is Dylan Newton. Um, I'm a cyberpunk portrait photographer that's uh, based in Austin, Texas right now. Um, I grew up here in Beaumont. Um, I have a family here, and my dad, he builds and repairs guitars, musical instruments. Uh, so this, uh, I should say there's a been a desire to tinker on things for a long time and uh he was also the one to teach me photography in the first place and so very cool yeah uh it's been such a cool journey uh over time to i guess take up so many different hobbies because of uh my family uh i think they <laughs> I think they take up so many different hobbies, just like every uh, every phase of life or just like every couple of months. I feel like my dad's always working on something new. Um, and it's really funny. That's cool. Yeah. That's how you keep things fresh. Yeah, keep, I agree. Keep your life interesting. Yeah. I agree. I think that I've kind of taken up the same kind of principle as well because now I'm after like starting from playing music with my dad or uh, skateboarding uh, photography for such a long time now I'm interested in graffiti and oh, seeing how, nice. how I can include that somehow in my photography if I can because it's all I'd say it's all very in the world of cyberpunk yeah uh, it's very inclusive to graffiti in general, just because the the nature of the the world that is cyberpunk yeah. it being dominated by corporations, and so there's got to be some sort of outlet to, um, I should say, voice your opinions of the the corporations that run us in this world. And it's a uh, yeah, it's it's really fun. So I'm trying to figure out how to include it in some way. That's an interesting <laughs> perspective. You know, I've never. I guess connected those two in my head cyberpunk and graffiti but they do intertwine and they have a lot of commonalities I guess when yeah you think about it hmm. I think it has very, very to cool. has a lot to do with the I guess how graffiti started here uh, right. I should say graffiti started either in like the East Coast it's it's always been about trying to find some way to voice yourself in a way that um, I should say uh, it's an expression. Yes, an yeah, expression from sure. a, a very specific type of uh, people that yeah. are expressing, which is really interesting. I love it. I love that. That's super cool. So, Dylan, during your time at Lamar University, uh, you were introduced to cyberpunk, which deals with urban societies dominated by computer technology, kind of what we're, we were just referring to. Uh, your love for this subgenre of science fiction sparked while right here on campus at LU. So tell us more about how your love for cyberpunk kind of came about yeah so um i had a 
it's a business ethics class in, uh, I'm trying to remember if it was my sophomore or junior year, but that class was taught by Amy Smith. Um, It was wonderful. I love that class. We watched so many films that, because I feel like I can uh, understand concepts better when I'm watching a film, uh, typically. And we watched one called Ex Machina. Dilemmas that she poses to us Mm -hmm. about, you know, what does it mean to be a person? Uh, which is kind of the main question of that movie. Right. It stumped me, and I was so driven by it. But conveniently around the same time, and it wasn't even, I think it was just circumstance, I started watching movies like Blade Runner, uh, Blade Runner 2049, and Ghost in the Shell, probably most important, because that one, uh, that is one of my favorite films now. Yeah. Um, It was all of that kind of happening around the same time that just gave me this like inner desire to photograph that world but the the struggle of it and the part that made it infuriating was that I couldn't (laughs) that world didn't exist uh, in my eyes and so it was so hard to just figure out like where do I go from here and so over a couple of years of I uh, think I was just inspired by uh, photographing people by neon. Eventually, there was something that clicked, and I realized that I could build, start building props and masks to um, to enhance the photo and make it feel as if it's not in the place that you think it is. So right. I would go into Houston like twice a week or something to photograph subjects wearing pieces that I built. That's cool. It was, it's, it's oh, like, it's so fun. It's like art on art, you know? Yes. I <laughs> sometimes forget that what I'm doing just as a side to yeah. enhance the photo is a whole other practice in mm-hmm. and of itself. Um, but I think that's just the, the tinkering side of my right, dad just right. kind of flowing through me a little bit. Still got that. Yeah, <laughs> still got that in you. Yeah. For sure. So after that, it was, uh, oh my gosh, I think it started to click. I think there was one photo shoot I did in Houston where the there was a misty fog laying over the city. Um, oh, it was cold, and it, the light from the, I guess, it, like the, the concrete, it was soaked by the rain. It started reflecting the lights that was flickering in the, around us. And I just felt that this, this right here is the setting that I want to photograph. I want to photograph more of this. And it, ever since then, it's just been a downward spiral of trying to figure out how to do this uh, better, more realistic, right. um, how to make concepts more, um, or how to communicate communicate concepts within cyberpunk, whether that be the like the dark, depressing, uh, and dystopian side of cyberpunk that right. it's it's a caution. Like the cyberpunk is a caution because the eventuality is that we might go that route. And we right. in some ways we already are in that route. It just For doesn't sure. look as cool. Just the other day I saw a uh, a robot at a Amazon yeah, Amazon. That's where we are, <clears throat> just moving boxes every which way. I was like, "Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Yeah. We're like, we are there practically. This is where we are. Oh yep. my goodness, this is crazy! You're I can't like, believe it's, I'm it's seeing happening. it." So your photography might be <laughs> the new way of 
photography. It's something. I feel like I'm constantly living, I'm slowly living in this in the world that I sort of want to live in, but also do not want to live in. It's right. such a weird balance. I feel like I want to photograph this world. Maybe, yes, maybe not but I don't want to experience the hardship yeah. that it is. So this year alone, your photography has been displayed in galleries in Austin, Texas, Miami, Florida, Toronto, Canada, Rome, Italy, Valencia, Spain, Paris, France, Seoul, South Korea, and Tokyo, Japan. That is an incredible lineup, <laughs> and it's yeah. awesome to see our LU alum uh, kind of making waves overseas, if you will. Uh, let's hear more about some of your most memorable experiences as an artist. Oh, it, it has to be the first big show that I ever had. I worked with this curator named Random Ghost, and uh, I know, g- good name for like just a yeah. name to refer to, Very right? <laughs> he, uh, I contacted him because I knew that he had been working on cyberpunk shows. Um, he'd done three of them before, I think, in L.A., um, I think in Taiwan. So I contacted him, and I was like, how is there a way that I can be a part of this in any way? Like, I just, I want to be a part of this. And he was like, well, I love your work, but it's a little bit wild and crazy and colorful for my liking right now, which, you know, poses for later. Right. Um, He said, I'm looking for something moodier. And I was like, okay, "Okay, fine. I can be patient. He did say Uh, right now. He said right for right now. He says that for right now. But at the time I was like, Oh, I was so disappointed with myself, and um, I thought, like, no, I'm going to make him want my photography, (laughs) which has been the funniest part, is that anytime I'm denied something, I'm just like, no, I'm going to make them want it eventually. They will want want my photography in this. So um, a year later, uh, there's a New York date, and I thought to myself, like, no, I have to... I have to be in this one. So I messaged him like, Hey, I, I think it was just a tweet. Actually. I just tweeted at him and said, Hey, I would kill to be a part of this. And he said, talk to me. Uh, we chatted for a little bit and he said, this piece right here that you have, uh, wonderful. I want that. And I was like, awesome. perfect. What? Like, I'm in, I'm in the door. Uh, perfect. I was like, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my. I was freaking out. I called my friends. I called my friend Hannah who lives in New York. I was like, I'm going to go see you. We're going to go to a party. Yeah. And so that, uh, uh, gonna go look at some art. That gallery, that party was around uh, the Empire State Building. And when you walk in, it was so cool. It was like three floors of DJs playing. Oh, wow. And all of our art, which is a, a big group of artists, I think like yeah. 20 to 30 artists of oh, that's a work. Big it's a big show. selection. Wow. Their art was being projected on the, the walls as well as through like digital screens. And then you go to the basement area and that just looked like a dark nightclub from like the Matrix <laughs> or something. And... <clears throat> Off to the right, there was a a vault door because I guess the building was a bank. I'm not sure what the deal Probably, was, but there yeah. was a vault, a serious vault door. And when you walk inside, there are two, like down this hallway. Uh, it's a small room, but on each side is all deposit boxes, and then on oh, the far right. wall is our art being displayed. That and cool. it was so cool. It was just. I was talking to all these artists and all these different people in the industry thinking like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. 
Oh, best moment of my life by far. <laughs> How cool is that? Uh, so, yeah, that sounds like a very memorable experience yeah. for sure. So I'd love to hear more about your time at Lamar University. Uh, you mentioned to me in a previous chat that you and your friends were big into skateboarding. Yeah. So what were some of your best memories here on campus? So uh, I remember that meeting with a couple people named uh, David Son, especially David Son. He graduated here. Okay. Um, and we put together it was kind of by accident I just ran to these guys who were skating and they're like you want to skate with us and like yeah totally so eventually made it a thing of every Thursday night we would go out and skate and teach each other tricks and like the LIT parking lot but then ride through Lamar as well <laughs> um, and eventually like other people got interested in what we were doing and eventually we had a big group and it was all of us just hanging out at night going to Las Salsitas uh, afterwards oh, nice. to get some oh, yeah. so good good after something like that and then eventually we we did we started doing the moonlight madness bike ride oh, uh, yeah. which is like the 14 mile bike ride through the city yeah I remember um, that. was it rogers park or, or yeah it started start at rogers there. park yeah, and yeah. just end big loop and i think yeah, and cool. we would do that on our skateboards uh oh, instead cool. which was so much fun it was grueling because that's a long distance ride yeah. but i think a lot of us were preparing mainly for long distance specifically yeah, right but it was great because we would bomb a couple hills some of us would like <laughs> bail out because the the roads were really bad or something yeah, there's not sidewalks everywhere, no it's so you, it's really rough count. there <laughs> that's so cool yeah so, so cool so uh, go ahead and tell us what's next for you in your photography career anything fun in the works and also let people know how they can keep up with you and your photography yes so uh i am releasing a clothing line soon based off of my art and I haven't set a date for when it's going to drop just yet I'm still ironing out the details and doing quality tests on the clothes themselves but that's coming soon I have a good little selection which is really cool and plenty more ideas to put out and you can find kind of some examples of these clothes in your photography right or some inspiration probably you see a lot of the images that I post in those clothes so that's the really fun part is I get to make it's a different practice of making like graphic design from the from the photos I take and then I love how you incorporate all of these between the masks and yeah. the clothing and the actual photography and the design aspect. It all kind of comes together and culminates yes. in your artistry. It's crazy how really many cool. things you can build off of yeah. just that one, or I should say two practices. Um, and how they all kind of work together. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. The other Love thing that. I'm working on is uh, I'm trying to write a book uh, about, cool. and it's going to be a photo book about uh, my photos, but... Um, there's also going to be like a written aspect to it because while I take the photos, I usually write short stories for each of the photos that they're attached to so that it it's just kind of a small practice in world building because essentially I realize this is what I'm doing. I'm, I'm doing a lot of world building in this kind of my own little cyberpunk world. Right. And so I figures that okay yeah I should you know write little stories about it I can't I'm not that great to write whole narratives right. about what I'm doing but I can write little vignettes and so wow. I'm wanting to nice. kind of include that into the book kind of like there's a writer named Stalin Hogg and he okay. wrote the Tales from the Loop and the Electric State series or that book and they have similar 
they have very similar storytelling sides where it's like a piece of technology and there's a vignette story about it or something. Okay. It's really good. The way y'all can see my work is on Instagram, at uh, PickleFigPhoto on Twitter, same name. Uh, you can go to my website, www.picklefigphoto.com. I think that's, uh, I think those are, I should say everywhere that you can kind of find me and my work. I'm also in various different apps, but they don't matter as much. <laughs> the Instagram matters more. That's the say. big ones. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, folks, you heard it here first. Follow Dylan at Pickle Fig Photo. That's the one. On the social medias. Dylan, thank you for joining me today on the LU Moment. Uh, we always enjoy bringing our alumni back and finding out what y'all are up to. Hey, so thank, thank you for having me. Appreciate you. For the listeners out there, make sure to search LU Moment on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon. Amazon Music or wherever you get your podcasts to keep up with the weekly stories just like this one. Don't forget to follow us on our socials at username Lamar University. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. This is John Rollins, Associate Director of Community Relations and Public Affairs at Lamar University, where we're celebrating a century of leaders. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.